0: does have it all. All of our pre-owned vehicles are Hubler Q-certified, which include a 128-point vehicle inspection, a free Carfax vehicle history report, and two warranties. A two-year 100,000-mile powertrain warranty and a 30-day 1,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Visit
1: any of our 13
0: locations today or click drivehubler.com. Hubler has it all.
2: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Got a lot of basketball to talk about. It's a big basketball weekend in our state. We're excited about that. The star of the show, as he is Friday nights, because he is the Minister of Information. It's Network Indiana's Brendan King.
1: Coach, what's going on? Great to be with you and Brad Huber on this great Friday night. And as you talked about, to lead off a spectacular weekend of athletics here across the Hoosier State. There's a lot to discuss tonight, including plenty of high school basketball. We already have got two overtime games into the studio right now. Bloomington South outlasted Terre Haute North, a final of 60-56 to 56 in OT. As well, an extra time, Hamilton Heights held on against Western, a final of 57-52. More so, we're going to talk some college basketball as well. It is a packed college basketball schedule. Butler just got a win over Saginaw Valley State. 96-70 was the fun over at Hinkle Fieldhouse, but talk about the day you have tomorrow. Kansas and Indiana, that starts at 12-30. Then the Indy Classic in downtown Indianapolis. Ball State, Indiana State leads it off at 145. That at uh, excuse me. Then at 4.30, you get number one, Arizona, and number three, Purdue. Going to be a spectacular day, but add one more layer to it because the Colts are also in action at Lucas Oil Stadium. They take on the Pittsburgh Steelers as well at 4.30. So a doubleheader in downtown Indy. Arizona-Purdue at Cambridge, at Lucas Oil, it's the Colts and the Steelers. That and more to discuss tonight on IST.
2: Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. <laughs> Excuse me. Talking about basketball tonight. We're glad you're with us. Plenty of basketball throughout the weekend. You heard. Uh, you you heard um, Brendan King talk about the what's happening on the college scene tomorrow. Let's talk high school basketball. Greg Rigster joins me from the ISC Sports Network, the best at what he does. Greg Raystraw, tonight you had Carmel, and who did you have tonight?
0: Had North Central. And North Central, for the first time since December of 2016, beat their rivals in the North and Carmel. North Central wins this one win 53-50, a very well-played game between two kind of young and developing teams. And North Central comes from 10 down late in the second quarter. It was five at halftime. Panthers led by two going to the fourth quarter and win by three. Uh, 53-50 tonight.
2: That is a great matchup, two teams with great histories. Is it close all night long?
0: It is close all night long. So Carmel led by 10 at 30-20 to 20 late in the second quarter. But really, this was a, a one- or two-possession game going in either direction most of the way. I want to say that North Central's biggest lead, I think, was five in tonight's game. Uh, this was a 51-50 mm-hmm. game uh, late. Carmel, after missing a shot, having a shot blocked, uh, Ryan Clevenger, 5'10", senior guard, took it to the rim. Uh, shot got blocked by Nigel Jewell. Uh, North Central able to run about 15, 20 seconds off of the clock before Carmel could foul them. Uh, and Papi Rivera hits both free throws to make it a three-point game with 6.2 seconds left. Uh, 15 turnovers for Carmel, about 10 or 11 for North Central. Uh, and, and so from a Carmel standpoint, that's kind of one of their bugaboos this year, They're turning the ball over a lot more than their normal standards. They're averaging about mm. – 14 giveaways again. So that's one of the learning kind of efforts tonight. Having seen Carmel last week when Noblesville beat him 59-34, they then lost by three at Crown Point the next night. Um, you know, Carmel will never be a place for moral victories, but I can tell you I saw progress from last Friday to this right. Friday for what is a very young team for head coach Ryan Osborne.
2: All right, so who steps up uh, and catches your attention tonight in the way they play?
0: Well, Jackson Bell uh, was a big part of the success for North Central. He is one of their two seniors in their eight- or nine-man rotation. Uh, He scored 13 points, which is his average, but he had 13 points, all of those in the second half, and so I thought he was a major difference maker. This is a very balanced North Central team, and and really they're largely interchangeable pieces. Now, they're they're one true post in cutter. Klaus had a big night. He's a 6'6 junior, averages three points and five boards a game. He had 10 points in tonight's game. On the flip side for Carmel, again, one of their staples for many years has been three-point shooting. They have struggled this year. Mm -hmm. They came into this game shooting 25% from three-point range, only making four threes on a per-game basis. They had six tonight, four from Alex Kudo, uh, two from Ryan Clevenger. A lot of that came in the first half. But the star of the game for Carmel was Evan Harrell. And and he is probably, let's face it, they have had this ridiculous run of talent Mm -hmm. that has come through their for generations, right. but especially over the course of the last 15 to 20 years, uh, he might be the next guy of that group. He's just a sophomore. He's six foot seven. He had 20 points tonight, and again, you can see the game is literally like slowing down for him. He got a handful of minutes as a freshman last year, but really when the game was usually out of hand. Now there's a lot more being asked of him, and again, I could see progress from last week versus Noblesville to this week against North Central. Progress I maybe mean, be tough to come by tomorrow night because it's Kokomo and Floyd that he's going up against in tomorrow night's game at the Eric Clark Activity Center. But again, Evan Harrell had a, had a had a big night and a tough loss for the Greyhounds this evening.
2: All right. Tomorrow at noon, you and I are doing the IUPUI Lindenwood game in the Farmers Coliseum. Be great to be back, work with one another. Jags, uh, Haven't been, uh, um, they've not played in a while, Um, continue to have some struggles. It'll be a fun ball game to do tomorrow. It is, and since the last time you and I saw IUPUI two weeks ago in a loss to Northern Kentucky,
0: they lost at Eastern Illinois last Thursday, played at the barn in Minnesota, and lost decisively on Tuesday Mm -hmm. night. And now for IUPUI, you are down to two non-conference games left to go, and Lindenwood is the only Division One non-conference home game that IUPUI gets this year? They're at home again on Thursday against Defiance, the Division Three ranks. You know, Lindenwood made the jump from the GLVC; their second year in the Ohio Valley Conference. This is one you circle if you're IUPUI. You know, it won't be easy, but you feel this is one that you can get. And so, well, let's see if, right. if, if home cooking kind of helps this IUPUI team tomorrow afternoon.
2: You okay to hang in th- through this short break? I can hang with you, sir. That is a good thing to hear. Greg Rakestraw and I will come back, talk some more basketball on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Before the short break, Greg Rakestraw and I were talking basketball. In addition to what Greg does on the ISC network, he's also part of the Colts broadcasting group so you got a game on saturday greg uh pittsburgh steelers and the colts coming into town it'll be fun a little out of your normal routine but a saturday afternoon game ought to be a lot of fun consecutive
0: year they have played on this saturday uh kind of the weekend before christmas two years ago was the patriots last year was the vikings and let's hope for the colts it goes more like 2021 and not so much like 2022, that was the game in which the Colts blew a 30-point lead, Mm -hmm. and uh, it was kind of indicative as to the last six, seven weeks of last season for the Indianapolis Colts, and frankly, in terms of current history, let's hope this is more like November and early December than it was last week's game, because the Colts saw a four-game winning streak go away, and I thought probably played their worst overall game of the season against the Bengals last week, so it's a Steelers team that does some things well, namely defense, other things not so much, namely offense, so... We'll see exactly which Colts team shows up, because I have been saying this when times were good, and I don't think times are bad just yet, because the Colts are in a playoff position. But Bob, this Colts team has been one all year where they could beat anybody, and they could be beat (laughs) by anybody. So hopefully it's a former that comes to to the fore tomorrow afternoon and evening.
2: I hear my colleagues in the sports world talk about must-win, and having coached you know, 20-plus years on the college level, I can guarantee you from a coaching standpoint, every game's a must-win. So, I mean, right. it, it uh, th- this sets up an interesting dynamic coming up on Saturday.
0: Well, what, what it is is that a lot of the Colts' margin for error went away last week. Now, they are still in control of their own destiny, to use that playoff time phrase uh, and, and, and cliche. But the reason that's the case is, A, they're uh, of the five teams that are seven and six. They're one of the two that is currently in a playoff position mm-hmm. by way of the strength of record conference tiebreaker. But they play Pittsburgh and they play Houston. Two of the other teams at seven and six. So again, just in theory, because those teams will all kind of right. cannibalize each other record-wise. If the Colts went out, especially their three AFC games, so they go to Atlanta next week then it's Raiders at home, then it's Texans at home to finish the year. You feel pretty confident if the Colts win all four, obviously they're going to make it in. right? But if they can right. at least just win those three AFC games, they'll have enough tiebreakers, enough quality wins against other teams in that similar scenario where I think this team is a playoff team for the first time in three years.
2: Go to ESPN Plus tomorrow, watch Greg Rigster all – and me do the IUPUI Lindenwood game from the Farmers Coliseum. Greg, thanks for your time. I'll see you tomorrow. Got it, Coach. Girls basketball today. McCutcheon moves to 10-2 and on the season with a 56-29 win over Harrison. West Lafayette, Jeff Canoy joins me. Coach, thanks so much for the call. Congratulations on an impressive win.
3: Thanks, Coach. I appreciate it. Tough conference win at home, but kids played really well. It's nice to get a win going in here at the Christmas break.
2: I'm thinking if you can lock people up like you did tonight, uh, I can see why you're 10-2 and two right now.
3: Thank you. Yeah, we did. Kids played really well. Uh, instituted a zone this week here in practice, and her kids played really well. with our, our leading scorer, Lily Graves, our freshman, uh, she's averaging 25 a game. She got in foul trouble, had three mm-hmm. fouls in the first quarter. And so we had to hmm. do some adapting there on the fly, and other kids really stepped up and played really really well for us. She still ended up with uh I think thirteen to lead us, but other kids stepped up and played really well for us
2: Coach, can you hang in here and listen to some yeah. scores then we Absolutely. can come back and spend a little more time talking about your team and you explaining to me how at ten and two you can't get ranked i mean i'm I'm certainly willing to listen to that conversation uh, a to be bit. honest so Yep. I don't want to cast any aspersions on the voters, but 10 and 2 is 10 and 2, and you play a pretty darn good schedule. So there's my editorial comment, coach, okay? I appreciate it.
3: Yep, that's great. Thank yeah. you. You're welcome.
2: <laughs> Scoreboard update coming up. We'll come back and talk some basketball on Indiana Sports Talk.
1: I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana Scoreboard Update here on Indiana Sports Talk. Let's get to those aforementioned scores. A couple county tournaments heading or going on right now either across Indiana or in Illinois, starting with the Washington County Invitational right here in the Hoosier State. It was Eastern in over Salem. 58-27 and Borden a 10 piece on West Washington 48-38. Just across the border in Illinois, Wayne City tournament Linton Stockton was involved and Linton Stockton put a 20 piece on Lovejoy out of Illinois. Final of 65-45 Linton Stockton rolls. Other scores from around the state. It was Zionsville topping Franklin Central 62-51. Warren Central an impressive win over Ben Davis. That's a final 65-60 as Warren takes down the defending champ. It was Victory College Prep beating Eminence, a 20-piece, 66-46. Try over Cowan tonight, 69-59, and Try Central blasted Clinton Central, 82-47. South Bend, Washington, up in the 5-7-4, defeated John Glenn, 55-48. South Bend Riley took down South Bend St. Joseph, 79-72. It was South Bend Adams over South Bend Clay, 69, excuse me, 67-41. Scottsburg, 62, in Central, 24 tonight. It was Rising Sun getting past New Washington, 68-62, and Penn Defeated Bremen 58-42. Pacers lose to the Wizards. Tough one in Washington. 137-123. Isaiah Jackson, a double-double. 20 points, 13 rebounds. First win for the Wizards this year over a 500 team. I'm Brendan King.
2: Welcome back, everybody. This is Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. High school basketball tonight on the girls' side. McCutcheon beats West Lafayette's. Harrison High School tonight. 56-29, the final. Jeff Canoy with us. Coach, let's go back through it. Uh, lots of young ladies play some significant minutes. Uh, this is an impressive effort by you. We talked about how well you're uh, playing defensively, but tonight defense turns into a lot of offense for you tonight, does it not?
3: Yep, absolutely. We had uh, three kids in double figures, uh, which is good for us. Um, didn't shoot it real well up in the field, to be honest with you, but – Dex said, dug in defensively, and it was nice when you get that kind of scoring balance. And like I said, our freshman Lily Gray's been scoring a ton of points for us, and so it's kind of nice to get some balance to, to counteract that a little bit when she was in foul trouble tonight. So, great team win for for the Lady of Mavs tonight.
2: What kind of player is Lily Gray? She's a 6 point guard um, with
3: about seven Division One offers. Um, she's going to be a we think she's uh, be a great great candidate for 2027 Miss Basketball. She's long, she's athletic, she handles the ball very well. Um, plays on a great AU team. She's a great kid. Works really hard, and uh, she's going to be a great player for us um, the next four years. That's for darn sure.
2: Not surprisingly, you've gone ten and two now. We talked <clears you> about <throat> that before. I'm looking at your schedule. You've played some really good teams now. I mean, you, you know, the Jeff win uh, last week had to be huge for you. I'm sure it was big.
3: Yep, conference wins are always hard to get, and on the road, especially. And we played a really good West Lafayette team. They beat us early by three, and then we played a really good Twin Lakes team, three A team both really good 3A teams uh, early in the year. And we weren't probably ready for them early, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. We start four we start four sophomores and a freshman. So our young kids are just getting better and better. And Katie Gerald's at the game tonight, and I text her after the game, and she said, your babies are getting better. And that's exactly <laughs> what it is. So we're, we're getting better and better as time goes on. So, well, we'll take our lumps early, and which is fine, um, but we'll keep getting better and better. Right. We'll go to Twin Lakes for a tournament over break. So we'll kind of see where we're at against Chesterton and, and some teams up there. So,
2: I'll tell you what's uh, frightening though coach is uh the pairing show's coming up soon which yeah. i'm I'm hosting again, and mm-hmm. I look you know i got I got the call the other day just reminding me about the date and i said y- are you joking and i go they go no it's it, it's it, it where'd the season go for heaven's sakes?
3: so fast, so fast school wearing in our final oh, exam' taking final exams today already we like, we just started practice, it seems like, yesterday, and here we are again. And, you know, that is, Coach, the older we get, the quicker that goes. It yeah. seems like that's, that's for darn sure. It goes pretty yeah. quick here. So, yeah, we're already halfway yeah. through the season, three-quarters of the way through the season almost. So, yep, yeah, it goes quick.
2: Jeff Canoy from McCutcheon. They beat Harrison tonight, 56-29 to go 10-2 and on the year. Coach, I appreciate the call more than you know. I wish you the best next time out.
3: I appreciate it, Coach. Take care, and thanks for doing this. Appreciate it
2: you're welcome thank All you right. tanner yeah. camp from the in the uh, regional radio sports network joins me tonight he has the call of lawrence excuse me lake central's fifty three forty three win over mishawaka marion tanner camp what's up brother great win by lc tonight yeah coach well first
4: off great to be here always always one of my favorite times to uh I tell you what, uh, Lake Central, Ryan Sexton, his first season, of course, so not his first head coaching gig. He was at no, – No, not at all. Name, no. Joseph right. for 14 years. And turned the Crimson Wave into a team that you had to really contend with in the Chicago Lake Collegiate Athletic Conference. And he's really done a great job with this team. And talking with him ahead of tonight's game, he said they're treating their practices at the college level, and all of their kids have really bought into the system with key players like Xavier Williams, of course a football player uh, on the field for the Indians, also heading to Iowa next year. And then Jason mm-hmm. Smith, tell you what, Coach, this is a real talented player. He finished with 16 points, also three assists, a 6-16 year forward. Tell you what, Coach Sexton said, anyone in the Chicago Link League Athletic Conference better make an offer before he goes quick. But this Lake <laughs> Central team was just, Coach, they're off to their best start in, in, in almost two decades. They're 5 and 0 now right. after their nice win against Rob Berger's Marion Knights. And tell you what, they looked really good. This was a fundamentally sound team. Uh, they're going to make some noise throughout the rest of the season.
2: Well, you know what, Ryan, knowing his background, for him to win the games he won, no offense. Uh, it, it is, is college it, we're in his college career. That's impressive. I mean, it's, having done that for a living for a few years, that's impressive to be in a situation like that. Tough conference, uh, difficult place. Uh, you know, not much to, to, to tradition. You start it, you get things going. To move over to a great situation at Lake Central, he's got to be happy. Especially the way his guys are putting things together. Ranked number eight in 4A, things are great at Lake Central right now. Oh, c- coach, there's no question about it. And just talking with him and, and watching the kids
4: warm up, you could just tell they are behind what, what he has for this game plan. I mean, this is a team that only averages giving up 37 points defensively while mm-hmm. scoring 59. Mm-hmm. Now, they were, you know, six below their scoring average, but you're going to get that without any Rob Berger squad with that right. 2 3 zone. Uh, and give props to Mission Walker They had two guys that scored in double digits with Zion Rhodes, uh, the 6 the 4 senior forward with 16 points, and then William Owens. The the six three junior who's also on the football team for for uh, D- Mike Davidson uh, for the night he scored seventeen points so it's not like Marion I mean they were up by six at halftime coach uh, for Marion and wow. then finally Lake Central just said let's score some points and they scored thirty three points in the third and fourth quarters so I tell you what this Lake Central team is going to be a fun uh, group to watch and again huge shout out to Ryan Sexton he's going to really make this team uh, whoever has to play them from here on out uh, they know <laughs> it's not going to be an easy task all right who do you have tomorrow night. Well, tomorrow night, I'm blessed to get to go back to the Wolves' den as it's going to be Michigan City hosting the South Bend Adams Eagles, so a sectional rematch oh. from last year's team. So Chad Johnson and Todd yeah. Wells, two of probably the most respected coaches in all of North Indiana right? basketball. I'm looking forward to That should be a fun matchup.
2: Yeah, it'll be a great matchup. Uh, other than hosting Indiana Sports Talk, I'd like to see that game. But That's I'm going to rely team. on you to, to tell me all about it tomorrow night. How does that sound?
4: Hey, you know what? There's nothing else I'd want to do <laughs> on a Saturday night, so you can count me in for that.
2: Tanner Camp from the Regional Radio Sports Network on the call of Lake Central's 53-43 win over Mishawaka Marion, Lake Central number 8 and 4A. Tanner, thanks for the call. Be safe. We'll talk to you tomorrow night.
4: Sounds like a plan, Coach. Looking forward to it. and always one of my favorite times of the night.
2: Thanks for the kind words. Thank you so much. Well, coming up with a school board update here at the top of the hour with Brendan King. Don't forget, college basketball fans. My my my, what a day tomorrow. Guess what we're talking about tomorrow night on the show? Uh, <laughs> a little bit of college, a little bit of college basketball. Uh, also, we're gonna squeeze in some college basketball talk tonight, right? So. Um, Butler beating Saginaw Valley State. We'll talk about that game later on tonight. Kansas and IU, Arizona, Purdue. How about that to start your day? Indiana State, Ball State, Lindenwood at IUPUI. Evansville at Bellarmine. Georgetown at Notre Dame. Bethune-Cookman at Fort Wayne. And uh, those are your Division I games coming up tomorrow. Top of the hour scoreboard update. This is the legendary Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk.